0: Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, and in studio, as always, in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona, Randy, the sorcerer of success, Angston. Good morning. (laughs) The sorcerer. Good morning. little Saturday weekend show today. You wouldn't know this because this is a Tuesday, Thursday (laughs) show, but this is when we're recording it. Just got back in town from Chicago last night. Was at the uh, Club Industry Show. That was a fun event. The little topic there and good stuff, man. Yeah, lots yeah. of good Been, stuff there. You're about to get on the road uh, a whole bunch. That's gonna be fun, though. I mean, <laughs> I, is I enjoy fun. it. So our uh, Fit Pro Growth Summit is next. It's this week It's Coming. coming week? In. Yeah. So by the time this show comes out, we will have already done the show. But this is us. Somewhat freaking out just before the show. <laughs> <laughs> got to get the last minute details. We just got the name tags in and- Too legit. The name tags are legit. They look like backstage passes. Because they are. They are They're behind backstage. the curtains. Mm. <laughs> yep. So that'll be a lot of fun. We got 50, we well, about 40, I think 44 mm-hmm. gym owners, a couple vendors and uh, speakers, I should say. We have no vendors for this. We did not get any sponsors. Actually, at the event, at the club industry I had like two or three people want to sponsor this. Interesting. But obviously, it's a little late for that. Maybe in the future, we'll figure that whole thing out. But that was pretty cool to to get some recognition from some big companies saying, "Hey, I, I heard about your event, and would love to be a part of it." And That's awesome. Like, cool. Yeah. And obviously, with for some reason, you know, like every event,
1: the late comers are everybody wants to jump in now. But we just there's we I've don't had have to, the room.
0: I've had to shut people out. Yeah. And it's you know, and it is what it is, and. and Fake urgency is a thing this was actual urgency because the way urgency. We, the way we set the room up, and we'll have a whole review on the show, obviously probably next week when we get back when we're done with it, but uh, you know I set it up in a way where we can interact and it just it limited the seats. it's just the way it is, so it'll be a lot of fun but well, I'm excited.
1: I mean that was kind of the intention from the the start right mm-hmm. it, it's a very select group of individuals. I mean this was not just anybody show up and you know pay your way kind of thing. yep, it was a, more of an invite interview. Yep. Quali- you know, process Qualification. Yeah. yeah. So, so
0: that is going to be a lot of fun. So a lot of people flying in from out of town, we got, we'll give you like the whole review of this thing after we're actually recording the speakers. So we'll bundle that up and we will sell that to anybody that couldn't make it. At least you can have the information, the networking and that obviously you have to be in person, but the the information that the speaker's going to share, we're going to bundle that up and uh, get that out online. So you guys can uh, jump in on that. is. So there we are. Here we are with the Saturday show, Not a Whiskey Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to talk about time management, how to maximize your time as a gym owner. This is an absolute, probably one of the most important things because this goes into every day of your life, right? And these are the things that we're hearing back from our clients. And they want to know, they say, Tim, how do you structure your day? And Mm -hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, there's not really a whole like thing that I'm thinking about, but there's some definite things I do every single day that I just do and you just do. Mm -hmm. And let's share that with everybody. And that helps me get through the day and be, I guess, productive as possible. Yeah, yeah, maximize
1: your time and efficiency, right? Effectiveness, Effectiveness. I guess. Effectiveness. Yeah, I'm a big proponent for your morning routine. I know you are as well. Obviously the workout is probably the number one thing that we start our day doing. But for myself, I mean, I'm, I'm big in meditation
0: reading, and journaling as well. So you're telling me, and I've never been into it, right? Mm-hmm. You sit there and you meditate? How does I do. That, how does that do. work? Where do you meditate? Outside? So, no, stuff? I this week being,
1: well, this past week, I guess, was uh, mental health awareness week or day. Uh, day. So I reached out to our private clients and kind of introduced them to a technique that I use. But intentional meditation, meaning like breathing techniques. So slowing your heart rate, bringing just consciousness to your thoughts. You do that first thing in the morning or in the middle of the day? or It depends. Typically, if I'm on, you know, the one thing I've struggled with is my sleep. So as long as my, I'm sleeping all right, and I can get up and effectively start my day yep. at typically about 5 a.m., then I do. I, I read, usually about 10 pages. I journal, so I set my intentions for the day, structure my day, so I set income-producing activities. You know, we'll get into some of that stuff, but mm-hmm. I align my day based on the things I know I have coming up yep. throughout the day. And then meditation, and before I go to the gym, and my meditation is about 20 minutes long starts with really simple technique. I mean, usually five to 10 minutes getting into a not not like transcendental meditation or anything where it's like reaching for anything spiritual or anything like that, mm. but just slowing things down so that your thoughts throughout the day can come in a way where they're more manageable, a little bit more understanding, and then you can actually be more effective with them. Cool. So Interesting. Like the military and professional athletes and High. A lot of successful individuals use a technique when it comes to breathing where your exhale is twice as long as your inhale. Okay. And that process slows the heart rate a little bit, draws more attention, intentionality, right? Like mm-hmm. in, it's an intentional meditation. So five to 10 minutes of just literally putting yourself in a, a position where you're relaxed, calm, and then just practicing, literally drawing attention to either your nostrils or your, the movement in your chest so you're actually focused on the breathing itself, it helps eliminate a lot of those random thoughts that just run through your head. Hmm. The analogy that made the most sense that I've heard as far as how it kind of affects your day Mm -hmm. is the fact that like if you were standing at a busy road Mm -hmm. and you realize that there's traffic going across, but it's so busy that you can't really make out the cars that are going by. Mm -hmm. After meditation and, and as you kind of bring this into your life and you continue the process, it's not a, can't just rush into it and expect a change day one type of thing. Mm -hmm. But as you practice this and make it part of a routine, you'll find your thoughts, like the cars, kind of slowing down so that you can actually make out cars, the colors, make, model. So it's more of a focus thing. Absolutely. Like you're focusing on the things around it. And there's a million different techniques. This is just (sighs) one that
0: I found that works for me. It's something I've shared with our clients. Okay, cool. So... That's, you do that <clears throat> before you even start, You know, before you drink coffee or before mm-hmm. you take pre-workout or anything, you just do it first thing in the morning, which is, which would be interesting because that's like when you're the most calm, technically, right? Because sure, sure, you just yeah. woke up, you're yep. like half dazed. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that's interesting. So so Randy likes to meditate. I can't say that I've ever gotten into it. I've heard benefits. I've gotten this far without it. So I'm, <laughs> I don't, maybe. You pre- know, the funny thing is, like I was kind of always not
1: resistant around it, but I just yeah. didn't understand it. Yep. Successful individuals that you wouldn't, expect to yep. do those types of things kind of. O- yeah. Yeah. They opened my eyes to it. And it was something I tried really helped mm-hmm. kind of manage the stress and the craziness of, of our days. Yep,
0: And it's something that at this point, I really, I choose not to go without. Interesting. I mean, there's great things about a lot of things that I don't do. Um, <laughs> the, you know, in fact, I, I do. It's really weird. I um, I do a lot of the things that people say don't do. Like, some of the things I wake up, I, I pop my phone on and I start scrolling while I'm still in bed. That's the worst thing you can do, right? Because yeah, yeah. then everything's going all over the place, but I always do it. I know the one non-negotiable for me is the workout. Yeah. Now I'm you know, I get up, get ready for a workout. I maybe I'll grab some pre-workout maybe a, like a piece of banana or something. Kind of give me some carbs to, to go train. I go train every day, whatever from, you know, for an hour. And mm-hmm. during that hour, I'm doing things that you shouldn't be doing when you're, <laughs> I'm, I'm answering emails. I'm yeah. taking a call sometimes. I do the same thing. Yeah. But I just do it and I, and I still seem to be fine. But the one thing what I found is like, you kind of go through your day and you're like, when am I most effective, most on? Seems to be 10 a.m. That's just what I've learned. So 10 a.m. is the time I start all my calls. And when somebody wants to take a call at eight o'clock, you know, I usually push them to 10 if I can. <laughs> but if sure. it's just, if it just can't happen, then I'll do it at eight or nine or whatever. And, and I notice when I don't do these specific things, I get kind of scrambly for the day. Yeah. Like the day the gets line, away man. and it's just a weird thing. So very routine driven, go work, go work out, come back home, eat breakfast, shower, change, grab some emails and coffee. And I'm off to take calls starting at 10. And then my day is pretty much structured from there. And, you know, I'm home by five, six, seven at night and eat dinner do some more work at home and, you know, family time and then start all over again. Yep, Washrooms repeat. Yeah. <laughs> so just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro dot com slash Btg to check out a demo for yourself.
1: Do you um do you when it comes to structuring your day? Mm-hmm. So like you said, your most you feel about 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. is your most effective yeah. you know, hour of the day or beginning there. Do you structure and force your day in a calendar? Like let's say you because obviously we've got a couple of businesses that you're you're working yeah. now when it comes to like setting a list, writing a list or the tasks mm. in front of you, do you do anything like that to make sure you
0: hit certain things? Always. Yeah. Yeah. And we do this both when you have a ton of things to do mm-hmm. and you lay it out in front of you and you're like, what should I do first? Cause you could do all of these things. Always, always, have to happen, right? always, always number one, things that generate income directly. Number one, number one is the very first thing you do. Anything that's going to generate revenue. And as a gym owner, that might be calling somebody to get their expired credit card that declined over the weekend, and that's calling them first because sure. when you make the call, you get the new card, revenue's immediate. Now, it's not new revenue. It's the money that you should have had, but if you don't do it, you're not going to get the you money. Money's not, yeah. So that's always the first thing, and I was we were talking to a coaching client about this, and so we basically did these three things, direct income-producing activities, indirect income-producing activities, and then everything else was bullshit, was last. Yeah. So direct would be, you make a call, you make a sale, that's direct. You make a call to somebody that has an expired credit card decline, you get the money, that's a direct. Indirect or things that are going to generate. have the revenue. potential to generate yep. it, revenue, right? Maybe it's connecting and following up on a sales call, or maybe it's pushing out an email that's got a call to action in it. And maybe it's a marketing effort that's going to generate revenue indirectly in the future. And then it's the to-do list of the uh, the social media posts that have to happen and yeah yeah. all that stuff consult whatever so so that's how we i think that alone right those if you can just organize your tasks for the day into directly income producing activities indirect and then bullshit after that i think Right there, that's going to change a lot of people's lives, just like, doing it that way. Uh, we include that. I mean,
1: I speak to that in our coaching program specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're big on making sure that priorities are set by where you spend your time, not your intention. And if you're distracted and you're allowing those bullshit activities yeah. to kind of take your time and that's where you're spending your action, you know, putting your action, you're letting that other stuff fall yeah. off the plate. And that's the biggest thing is making sure that the stuff that is going to change, move the needle, is getting done. Always, every day. It's not an option at the end of the day where you can push it off till tomorrow because guess what? You could do the same thing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So yeah, set your list by priority based on those types of things and you'll find yourself really
0: drastically moving the needle. Yeah, because yeah, you finish that task, you make money, you're good, right? You have to make money, everybody in this business. You know, if you (laughs) want to, this is a business, you got to make money. So for gym owners, it would be those types of things. Having that conversation with a client that needs to upgrade yeah having that conversation with the client that needs to renew making a pitch or producing a supplement cell, getting somebody in the office to sign them up into a nutrition program, getting somebody pulling them aside and asking for that referral income producing activities versus designing a t shirt or a flyer or sending an email out that's just informative those are what, that's what we're talking about cuz there's a million things that you could do today. Absolutely. Take the trash Absolutely. out, vacuum, you know, whatever.
1: Redesign the the color of the walls in the club or like yeah, yeah. there are things that need to happen and, they, and we understand like this is business. There's a million things on your plate. Yeah. But if you can't continue to generate
0: revenue you're gonna struggle. And it's way easier when you're not struggling. Yeah, and go and kind of take inward look and see what do you do every day? Are there things that drive you as a person that you need to do every day? For us, it's working out. For Randy, it's meditation and reading a book and then working out. For me, it's eating, okay? (laughs) It's sometimes you forget to eat. I mean, it's just part of life sometimes. I gotta eat. If I don't eat, I'm not productive, so I need Mm -hmm. to eat. It just kind of makes sense, right, logic? (laughs) Income producing activities, me is working out, making big strategic moves in the business. Those are the things that drive me. For you, I'm sure it's working out somewhere. Should be. I would tell you that you should work out first thing in the morning. It just makes the most sense because as your day goes through, something's always going to come up. You're going to miss your workout and then you're starting not to feel good about yourself. And it's just a kind of a snowball. One thing that I do that I've heard mixed reviews on this. I don't lift at my own gym. Like I will on the weekends, but I don't lift on Monday through Friday at the gym. I just don't get a good workout here. Yeah. Just because it's business again. And for the longest time, I felt guilty and I didn't want to give somebody else my 10 bucks a month or whatever it was to go (laughs) sign up at another gym. But after talking to some mentors and leaders and people that I respect, they all do it. They all go lift somewhere else. It
1: comes down to the fact that you are the capstone of your business. Mm -hmm. And in order for you to be the, it's like almost like a trickle down effect, right? Mm -hmm. In order for you to be the best version of you, you need to do what's right for you so that that can spill over into the business so that you can pass it on to your employees when you're in the business. Unfortunately, you know, if you come to work, your place of employment or the place that your business and you try to go and get that workout in, you haven't been able to effectively
0: break away from the work half of it. Yeah, and that's and, and part it, of it. It's part of it for me, but it's just I won't get a good workout here because I'm talking to everybody yeah. and, I'm, yeah. and I'm then I something happens, I jump and I stop. I stop everything and I usually get a half-assed workout. Mm-hmm. Now, there's mixed thoughts like, oh, your clients want to see you working out. You're a product of your product, right? Like being in the gym, working out with the clients and having a good time and getting to know them. They like to see that. Yes, I agree. I haven't done it in five years and I don't think anything's changed well, for Well, yeah, us, but right? you know, so,
1: all of your trainers are they do the people that are the people that are face to face in the you're in a position in your gym where you don't have to be the face of the facility right that makes more sense you're you're intentionally kind of a a step removed that's the intention of the coaching program that we put together like you're a business owner you're not just Mm -hmm. self-employed anymore so yes and no i think you know what i mean you might be in a little different position than somebody who's client facing that needs that to continue that relationship but at the end of the day it still comes back to, like, the personality, Like, you're still, you still know the people walking through the door. Sure. You're still present. Yeah. You still show, you know, that you care. So, yeah, I can see kind of both sides of that coin. Yeah, yeah. But so, at the end of the day, if you're not doing it for yourself, if you're not getting a workout in, the whole reason that you're at the gym doing it, make the
0: best use of your time, wherever it has to happen. Took a screenshot of something really cool this morning. Uh, I don't have my phone with me, but. And it was, we'll bring it up on another topic, but it was the eight things like every, well, and I say man, but every person should, you saw, you saw Ryan this, Mickler's? It might've been him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yep, yep, yep. All eight, I was like, yep, makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I may well bring that up on another one, but that, that, that kind of ties into this. Um, You know, being physically fit was one of them. Mm-hmm. Continuously learning was another one. It's like, it, so we're always learning. I'm reading books. You're reading books. Oh, yeah. uh, it's interesting. I read the same type of book all the time. And it's business-based, it's nonfiction, it's, I don't have any interest in watching a movie that's like fictional or fantasy or anything, that just like- Take you away from life? I don't get that for me. For me, I love watching like The Social Network mm-hmm. and whatever that, what the movie about Zuckerberg's Zuckerberg, story yeah. or The Founder, McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know. Like, that was a good one. I mean, those are the movies that are real. They're still movies and dramatic yeah. representations of it, but those are the movies that drive me. And even maybe like my favorite movie of all time was from a different era was the program, the program. <laughs> but it was really about a college program, college yes, program real life. So it's never like The Hobbit or mm-hmm. what? what are, see, I don't even know the names of the like a I don't know like a Harry Potter, sequel Harry or Pot- any of those. I'm types never of things. into yeah. that, or even Star Wars is as, as classic as that is. I just don't get into them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of weird. So maybe I'm a little weird on that end, but it just doesn't interest me. So no, I think it
1: goes back to the fact that like you, we're focused on moving the needle yep. on growth on being intentional with every hour of our day you mm-hmm. know we don't both of us are pretty much we're wired pretty similar in the fact that like we don't enjoy downtime and frivolous activity i mean we're not out socializing in a hey well, what would you do today type of thing you know we'd rather sit down and move and, and have a an <laughs> yeah. intentional conversation around
0: something, or something but yeah exactly yeah. It's just where we find ourselves. Exactly. So we are super excited about the Fit Pro Grow Summit. Mm. That's going to be the biggest needle mover, I think, for a lot of these gyms and for us particularly, just getting these folks together, driving, creating a group after this thing's done and just moving that thing forward. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. So just head on over real quick to semi slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. We'll announce more about that later. But So hopefully this episode kind of you focused in on income-producing activities, routine-driven, intentional, jump into the meditation. where is there any books or anything these guys could take a look at or um, videos? You know
1: what? I'll, I'll throw some things in the show notes. I'll come up with some There's things. Yeah, just another,
0: just, yeah, I wasn't anticipating you know, that coming in. But yeah, there's def- definitely some things that we can, you know, I could pass along. Yeah, throw throw a couple books in there that people can take a look at. If you're interested in the meditation and the focus and that kind of stuff, for me, I would say daily routine is the same every day. Figure out that kind of peak hours of your day and focus around like that's when you're going to do your, your flow work. Mm-hmm. There's been times where, Oh, and another time for me is at night. It's really weird. About seven o'clock to ten o'clock at night, I am so focused. It's weird. Do you find yourself more creative during yeah. those hours? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so you start learning these things, right? And like when I wrote the, that letter that we put into the mm-hmm. thing, I wrote it in like twenty minutes. Just it goes, and I read it on the plane coming back because I was like, "Well, like, yeah." It was coming sure. back trying to refocus on art, and it was good. It was good. <laughs> so my
1: the thing, the books and the things that I'm reading. Yep, it's business. And it's mindset and it's understanding the human mind. Well, how we can be more effective with, you know, the thoughts and understand things like when we're more creative versus when we're more logical or mm-hmm. all of that type of stuff. And yeah, your conscious mind versus your subconscious mind and where in both of those how they play into effect into effect. And mm-hmm. um, another book that I really like is Stealing Fire. It's about the flow state, which is an actual physical response where your subconscious mind becomes your operating system and your conscious thought decision making steps back and you actually just operate out of performance yeah. because that's
0: the flow that you're in. I've been in that several times, not knowing how to get into it. There, and that's the cool thing. Um, I've done it. And for instance, that letter, right? Yeah. Yeah. A great story about this exact thing was I remember I was out of a job. I was in between starting the gym and coming out of a job mm-hmm. of construction. And in a matter of and I don't even know if people do business plans anymore. I did. In a matter of probably four hours, I sat at Starbucks and wrote my entire business plan that started the entire business. And nothing around me, it was just focused in. And that was the flow. Right? Was there a weird phenomenon afterwards where you came out of, remember that scene in, in, is it old school?
1: Yeah. You know the word I'm about? Yeah, the debate. Just, yeah, the yeah debate. exactly. Yeah, where Will Ferrell, I think it is. Yeah, just, yeah he comes out and he's like, whoa, what, what just happened? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't like that. No. Typically, they say that when you come out of, out of like a moment where you're in flow, you come out and it's because you're not conscious of everything that took place. Yeah, <laughs> What happened? I blacked out. They say that, yeah, you have almost like you have to kind of piece it together yeah. yourself because you're, you're operating from a different
0: place. Yeah, I can see know? that. It was just going out. And so mm-hmm. you might have done this as a business owner. You might have been in this flow, like quote unquote flow state that there's, this is like a real thing mm-hmm. and you don't even know it. Maybe I'll read that book. I know Brent, one of our last fitness directors, was all about that book. And uh, Yeah, it's one of my favorites, actually. Does it I te- have it. Does so. it teach you how to create so, yeah, it? So the two gentlemen that
1: wrote it, they run what's called the Human Genome Project, mm-hmm. which is actually, they, they actually they call it a dojo. They've got a physical studio where it's practice of falling into, how to learn how to fall into those you know, states of mind. They discuss it in the book, the, our Navy SEALs. In Langley, in Langley, Virginia, have a studio where they train to tap into this flow state. They use some really interesting, I mean, as business owners, right? It's not just this interesting, weird go phenomenon. It's about being intentional and being able to utilize this to be more effective in your day-to-day business and life and things like that. So, so, so
0: they tell you it exists. They tell you like what to do to get into it a
1: little bit i think that it kind of alludes into that it's not like a script it's not like yeah. a it's difficult because it's for everybody Everybody's it's different. a little bit different right like they use sean white as a professional athlete they talk about our navy seals and literally on mission there's no communication non-verbal mm-hmm. the navy seals is a really cool thing because something that a lot of people don't know but they describe like on a mission rank goes out the window mm-hmm. so the individual who makes, who takes action first becomes the leading member of the team at that moment. And it's fluid. So at any moment on a mission, that rank they could change, could, could sh- simply based upon the person who has, it should be. At, I mean, the, the clearest of mind, the one who takes action first is now leading the charge. And again, you enter a new room, that guy loses focus on what to do next. Somebody else steps up and boom,
0: they uh, follow. Now they're the leader. Yeah.
1: So to be able to do that non-verbally without any form of communication, no hand signals, but to as a group now, effectively tap into that together. Mm -hmm. Super crazy phenomenon. But it's cool because at the end of the day, CEOs, boardroom executives, all of these individuals are utilizing the same things to tap into that to be more effective in business.
0: Yeah, perfect. So guys, go check out that book. We'll post in the show notes until the next time we meet, which will be on the next show. (laughs) And if not, the following. Go, yep, the, <laughs> next, the next show. Go ahead and get that those tasks uh, kind of out in front of you on a daily basis. Go attack the ones that generate revenue first. Put all the, the BS behind and push that to the second. Follow routine. Get in the state of mind. Go check out this book. Until next time, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.